This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. Back here on a Monday, a beautiful Monday at that, on a sunny, sunny Monday morning on President's Day. I didn't realize, like, February must have the most holidays of the month, being the shortest month of the year. Didn't we just have, like, some people were closed last Monday? For Abraham Lincoln's birthday, and yep. today is George Washington's birthday. But didn't birthday. we create President's Day to c- solve that? Too. But in Illinois, some take advantage of that. And I'm told that's why the penny still exists. For Abe Lincoln? Mm-hmm. They got the $5 bill for that. <laughs> I don't, I haven't <laughs> seen either. He's covered. I haven't seen either one in a number of years. <laughs> yeah, he's covered. <laughs> yeah. I can't tell you the last time I held a penny in my hand. Right? Interesting. Yeah, I mean, I, I never have cash. Yeah, I'm thinking about it, but I guess I don't. No, I, change was only when the parking meters required it. Well, they still do, don't they? No, no just get a tiny. We don't have any meters here in town. Yeah. Sure champagne takes digital. Really? Yeah, champagne. You can either put in money or you can like QR code it or whatever and pay in an app. But downtown Decatur is all free parking. No, it's not. There's some paid parking. Where? Over at the courthouse. There's meters. Oh, yeah, that's actual true. Thank in you. that parking lot. In that parking <laughs> well, lot. She's yes. right. The meters might be there still, but I don't think it's, I don't know. Maybe that's they are private. I, She's I, right. Okay. I had to pet, put money in the meter when I went over the there. The only time I go to the courthouse is when I have to. Like, I mean, they literally called me to jury. Yeah, there's nobody there hanging out. out. Um, yeah. But that's the only. I think everything else is just, it's different times. Like, you know, some's two hours, some is three hours, some is 30 minutes, but it's all marked yep. by signs. Uh, but you just don't, there's no reason to carry change. By the way, uh, you, the first time I used um, digital on a parking meter was in uh, Croatia like 10 years ago. Oh. That's how behind the uh, we are here. Uh, and I think it's because they had big cities and antiquated, you know, like yeah. they couldn't really expand. You had to figure out how to make it. There's a lot of that stuff happens. I mean, we went to Brazil like uh, in 2013 or something like that, right? And we had like 4G cell service in the jungle because they didn't have phone poles and lines. So they didn't have this whole infrastructure. When cell phones came along, yeah. it was way easier to adapt. They didn't move from one thing to another. Just started anew. Yeah. And so it is crazy. Like we think of ourselves as being, you know, yeah, in, in the progress front very much ahead of the curve. We're not. Not always. Nope. Not no. always. How you doing? How was I'm- your weekend? It was, I think it was good, and I'm great, actually. I, <laughs> okay, you're sure you're great, and you think yeah. the weekend was good. I'm like, I don't know. Right. I, I can't remember what happened on Saturday. Uh, there was a lot of snow. Saturday? Well, it came in all Friday and Friday night. Yeah, yeah. that set me back a little bit. Did me too, because yeah. I thought we were going to get just a little bit, yep. and the roads were going to be warming right. up. We went to Costco on Saturday in Champaign. I've got to tell you, it, you would have thought, that there were a million people there. <laughs> like as if Friday snowed everybody out and Saturday was the only opportunity everybody to come had. get to provisions? Come I, yeah. I'm telling you, man, it was... Why did you go to Costco on Saturday? I mean... Um, let's uh, stock up on some provisions because, man, it was the only time with the snow. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, the same reason the same everybody reason, no. else was there. Uh, we were just due. We were due for some, like, you know... Yeah. I, you know what? I don't do that anymore. Uh, I just don't like to drive in the stuff. Uh, I, I yeah. mean, it, it, priority. If there's an emergency, yes. Yeah. Uh, bread, no. Uh, you, you know, yeah. I just go, we can wait till Sunday. And then it, I knew it was going to be a mess. I was really pleasantly surprised how clear the roads were today early this morning. Yeah. Because it was like 19 or 20 degrees when I left yeah. the house and with all that melted snow. But I think the ground uh, temperature over the last couple of weeks helped a lot. But, yeah, let's hope that was the last of I it. I hope so. The snow set me back a good It's bit. pretty, though. 
yeah. you, no denying when you don't have to be out in it. Yes. And you can just look out the window and you got that fluffy white stuff everywhere and in the trees with these robins trying to build nests. And <laughs> it's like a Christmas card. Did you take pictures? No, but I, I should have. Oh. No, I was just enjoying the moment. I went out and shoveled on Friday and I did a pretty good job doing, doing a get by. <laughs> I went back inside. About 20 minutes later, I looked out at my work. It was all and done. And <laughs> he dusted back over. Yeah, we like, got a hill it. at home. And so the hill gave me some some challenges getting up the hill. Oh, yeah. Yeah, before it was shoveled. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't, I, I, I shoveled the sidewalk. I, I wasn't going to screw with the driveway. It's oh, like I a, did the, the path. I, I, I did the, something for the mailman to get yeah. through or, or Amazon or whatever. Because yeah. I'm not going to lose a package. <laughs> right. The rest of it's like you're on your own. I'm expecting mail. Yeah. Get this thing Although there was, there was the last time we had this, too, you know, um, there was an industrious kid that knocked on our door at like 8 o'clock at night with a shovel and, you know, uh, I would I never have cash, uh, you know. Uh, I'm sure we could have Venmoed or something, but I, I'm like, uh, we've got a snowblower, you, you know. So like, I we didn't buy that so that we had to pay the kid twenty dollars. But I felt bad for him because he was industrious. You know, he's out in the middle of this like freezing it. cold, the old fashioned way. Yeah, I like it. That's yeah, an entrepreneur. I would suggest not waiting till eight o'clock to knock on people's doors because that's just <laughs> not a normal time to be. <laughs> He'd been working the whole time. That's as soon as he got free. It's good for him. I I thought I was like, I would have given him a tip, like literally, just for asking. I like that. Go for it, young man. I I like that. It used to be, I think we lost a little bit of our, I don't know, um, not grit, but a little bit of that entrepreneurial sort of spark of like, oh, I see bad news. Everybody's, you know, inside huddled up. Maybe I can go make some money by I can't it. get on board with that. I think we are unbelievably but This kid in 14 years, the first one that's knocked on our door asking to shovel snow. Well, so. out in the snow, but I'm saying like... The, oh, so are, when the conditions are good. Oh, yeah. When pe- people are constantly <laughs> looking, trying optimal. to innovate and, and push at a level that I don't think has ever been matched. Okay. Right? Well, neither one of us, neither one of us lived during the Great Depression, so I think we probably can't talk about what it took to get by in a time period since we weren't physically there. That's I imagine true. that was pretty tough. Forgot. Yeah, but we had a pretty good recession, though. Yeah. I was good with that. No, I meant the Great Depression. I know, I know. You, I you know, know, soup lines. And, you know, we saw a little bit of that at the beginning of COVID. I remember you and I standing in the Decatur Civic Center parking lot. Yes. The day we did the food box, food box uh, giveaway and distribution. And that that moment, because yep. it was supposed to start at like 10 o'clock or whatever yes. like it was, and there were cars lined up all the way around back to like the, where the Herald Review used yes. to be. And it kind of like it, it was... Um, that was a hard moment for me. Yeah, I remember. I'm standing yeah. right next to you. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, so I don't think we in general know what it's like most of us as a country. It doesn't mean we don't have people in poverty and, and in dire situations. Yeah. But for an entire country to go through what it went through during that time uh, is probably what created the people who were able to go win World War II and defeat the Germans. Uh, I mean, it hard to kind of stack up generations that way. But I, I just, you know, kids used to grab a shovel and go shovel snow. Yeah. That was a thing. It was. Rake leaves, mow grass, shovel snow. Same kind of thing. And maybe we've gone to more of a service industry kind of related to that kind of thing than we used to. To your point about people being industrious, where the guy drives up with a tractor on his trailer and comes out and mows your lawn. 
I love that. I appreciate it. I mean, I, I hate mowing grass. I, appreciate it. I hate mowing grass. I appreciate it. It is nice. It is. Yes. Okay. So we're going to take a break. Can you stick around for a little bit? I know yep. you, you got a meeting coming up here. I do. I'm hassling teenagers. Well, you know what? Sometimes they need that. Clearly. Okay. We've got uh, a little bit more straight ahead this hour, and uh, we'll tell you about some interesting things I did over the weekend uh, with Nick, uh, who we get a kick out of it, as we are in a countdown to Drives to Survive and the beginning of a new F1 season. I cannot tell you how excited I am. This is the way I used to feel about opening day baseball. Nice. We'll take a break after. Be back after the news. Stay tuned. You're listening to Buyers and Company, the Monday edition. Don't go anywhere. Car. Home, mobile device, we're there. WSOY Decatur, 1340 AM and 103.3 FM. Streaming live at nowdecatur.com. It's obnoxious. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. That is what Russian officials are saying about claims from President Biden and many others worldwide that opposition leader Alexei Navalny was murdered. Yulia Navalny says Vladimir Putin killed her husband Alexei because he couldn't break him. The Russian president's highest profile opponent died last week at an Arctic penal colony. In a video on social media, Navalny promises to continue her husband's work. The activist body has still not been handed over to his family. That's Fox's Jonathan Savage. Hundreds of people have been detained in Russia for paying tribute at public memorial sites to Navalny. Flowers and photos confiscated. In the war in Ukraine, Russia has completed a takeover of a city in the east. Nikki Haley, the former U.S. ambassador to the U.N., running for president, tells Fox... Russia's sitting there doing things. They're now surrounding the Baltics, which if they go and invade the Baltics, that those are NATO countries that puts America at war. We have to prevent war. We've got China doing these cyber attacks. We're seeing all of these things happen, and Trump's doing late-night rants about his court cases. Well, despite her ongoing Trump criticism, the former president leads Haley by 20 to 30 points in recent South Carolina polls ahead of Saturday's Republican primary there. It's up to more than 29,000 Palestinians dead in the war in Gaza, where the Hamas-run health ministry says most of them are women and children. As Israel prepares a new operation to take out more militants... We're getting a better idea of when Israel's military could launch its ground operations in Gaza's crowded Rafah city. An Israeli war cabinet member is threatening the military invasion will happen by March 10th unless Hamas frees its remaining hostages. Fox's Ashley Strohmeyer flags at half-staff in Minnesota in tribute to the two police officers and fire paramedics shot and killed in Burnsville. Our families, all of our staff, our community, we're heartbroken. America's listening to Fox News. Small business owners we know tackling your to-do list can sometimes feel like going 12 rounds against a heavyweight champ. Except that heavyweight's gloves are made of something hard, like diamonds. So when a new to-do pops up, you're like, I can't. I'm boxing my diamond boxing glove-wearing heavyweight champ of a to-do list. At Progressive, we don't want to make your day any harder. That's why we make it easy with over 30 customizable coverage options. So you can finally land a knockout blow. See if you can save on business insurance in as little as six minutes at ProgressiveCommercial.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company coverage provided and service by affiliated and third-party insurers. Go with your gut. Your dog's based in the gut. A diet lacking in nutrients can cause itching, scratching, and a weak immune system. However, there is a solution. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E. Dinovite. It took a grand total of two weeks. The dog stopped itching. The hair stopped falling out. Try Dinovite for free. Just pay shipping and handling. Learn more at dinovite.com slash radio. Happier, healthier with every bite. Over a million pets helped with Dinovite. 
Well, days after the death of Russian opposition leader Alexei Navalny, there's a push in Congress by some to take action. Senate Republican Lindsey Graham of South Carolina said on CBS Face the Nation he believes there could be legislation put forward this week to declare Russia a state sponsor of terrorism. Senator Graham says the designation would be a game changer. Let's make them pay a price for killing Navalny. It would allow the Navalny family to go to U.S. court and sue Putin's Russia for killing of their loved one. While many world leaders say they believe Russian President Vladimir Putin somehow was involved in Navalny's death, the Russian government says it is still investigating. Grinnell Scott, Fox News. It is quiet on Wall Street. The opening bell will not ring this hour. No trading because of President's Day. No mail delivery today either. Oppenheimer wins some more. This is a national emergency. We're in a race against the Nazis. More pre-Oscar awards. The movie got seven BAFTAs, British Academy Film Awards, including Best Picture, Best Director Christopher Nolan, and Best Actor Killian Murphy. Poor Things won five awards, including Emma Stone for Best Actress. Barbie, though, was shut out despite five nominations. The Oscars, they'll be awarded March 10th. In theaters this weekend, a new movie takes the top spot. Bob Marley, One Love, outperforms expectations at the weekend box office, debuting in first place with a $27.7 million opening weekend. Don't let them fool you. It's a hit. Oh, no. Reggae is the people music. You know you stop. Superstar. Kingsley Benadir stars as the reggae superstar. Sony's Madame Webb coming in second place with a $15.2 million opening weekend. Critics are calling it disappointing for a Spider-Man spin-off. Argyle falls to third place. That's Kathleen Maloney. I'm Dave Anthony and this is Fox News. Spring is just around the corner. From the ground up, Landscapes has a few spring installation slots still available, specializing in brick patios and sidewalks, outdoor kitchens, pergolas and pavilions, water features, plant installations, and more. Contact us at ftgulandscapes.com. That's ftgulandscapes.com to request a visit to discuss your job. Give us a call at 233-1310. That's 233-1310. From the ground up, Landscapes, by design for style. Get ready to groove with Here Come the Mummies. Join the fun at the Decatur Indoor Sports Center on March 2nd for a legendary night of music and entertainment. This eight-piece band is sure to get you moving with their unforgettable performance. Don't miss out on this one-of-a-kind show. Get tickets now at DecaturIndoorSportsCenter.com. Here Come the Mummies, live at the Decatur Indoor Sports Center on March 2nd. Doors open at 6 p.m., show starts at 7. Here's a look at your news. Channel 20 Storm Team forecast today. Sunny and a high of 46. Tonight, mostly clear, low around 29. For Tuesday, sunny with a high of 50. And Wednesday, mostly sunny, high near 58. Current temperature in downtown Decatur, 27 degrees. Your WSOY time is 8.06. Back here on a Monday. This is the company, Dr. Juanita Morris in studios. I'm Brian Byers, Nick Smith. We also look ahead, maybe a line I tickets to give away. We're coming near the end of the season. The company starts now. 
Byers and Company, WSOY, 1340 AM, 103.3 FM, streaming live at nowdecatur.com. Good morning and welcome. We're back here on a gorgeous Monday morning with just nothing but uh, beautiful weather ahead for the next seven or eight days. Maybe a little bit of rain when you get to Thursday, but uh, way warmer temperatures and none of the yucky stuff uh, that I have to admit was kind of pretty from inside looking out for a few hours. But I'm glad that it's gone. Me too. You okay? Yes. You low energy this morning. I'm, yeah, I'm good. I mean, is that like relaxation yes, or I'm just exhaustion? Zen. No, 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 no. <laughs> Could be either level. one, right? No. no exhaustion. I'm good. I'm happy, and it's light outside. What'd you do over the weekend? Anything fun? I can't remember. Sunday we have we always have the gathering, which is family dinner. Yeah. So that was a lot of fun. My mom's birthday was the 13th. Okay, so it was kind of an extended celebration of that. So we just had a birthday, and my son is turning 18 this week. Isn't that crazy? It is. There's those benchmark ages where you go, oh, my goodness. What happened? Uh, he can drive now, or oh, he can vote now, or yes. oh, he can buy liquor now. Yes. Uh, you, you sort of, it reminds me like the little uh, the little pencil etches, you know, as you're tracking height on somebody's door, you always see those kind of things. Yeah. And you go, how did that happen? And that's what we were just saying, and we don't know how this happened. Yeah. So, yeah. And then they do really dumb things, and you go, you are an adult. All the time. <laughs> All the time. Yep. So, no, I'm good today. Uh, and then, you know, I and it's, it's tough for me because I'm so far from being a teenager uh, that, it, it, that, that I have lost the ability to go, well, of course they do these stupid things. I have to remind myself daily. That's a long time ago for me, though. Well, well, yeah, but you had them last summer too. You had about five of them. No, I know, but but it, <laughs> I guess it's, there's a difference to, to me. Like if you're still in high school, uh, you, you know, or maybe yeah. when you get to the age of twenty or whatever. You know, uh, but people do dumb things. Yes, they do, and that's just part of it. And hopefully, they have somebody in their life like you uh, that's helping them realize that and and do smarter things. It's in always the future. questionable if you ask them. <laughs> my value add. Oh, no, 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 no. You strike uh, fear in the heart. Uh, there's no doubt about that. Uh, per inch, you have to have more of that power than anyone that I know. Well, I'm going to say okay. I'm just saying. I'm just going to say okay. I've seen people tremble. That's not funny. It's not funny at all. I am the nicest it's person. It's kind of true. I, I never said that. Well, you can be both. <laughs> I'm not putting you in a box here. I'm just saying. <laughs> the nicest person that you probably know. <laughs> Since it's a sunny, nice day in downtown Decatur, I'm going to let that one slide. Uh, you got a meeting. I think a, that also adds to the severity. Ask her of what the she's doing size. in 20 minutes. Please don't. <laughs> because Nick never agrees with me just, on this. Well, just take some tissue with you. We don't need tissue. You won't. <laughs> uh, uh, where are we in the world today, um, in your opinion, with discipline? And, yeah. you know, like what we used to do in, like, say, sports, you know, like even at a high school level, forget, you know, NFL uh, or, or women's basketball or whatever it might be. The screaming, the yelling, the hardcore kind of stuff, like, was too far. I think so. Right? Yeah. I feel like we've maybe gone too far the other way. Yeah. I, I mean, 
I learned everything I needed to know about life from very, very, very hardcore South Koreans. So I don't really know what to say. What do you mean? I was in Taekwondo. Yes, you were. I uh, heard for that. a lot for of a years. And they were old school. I mean, old school. Uh, and uh, there was, and of course, they were known as masters uh, uh, because of the level of degree of, of yeah. where they were in their training. And I remember uh, Master Kim, there were two Master Kims. There was the kind of pudgy, soft Master Kim who always wondered whether he paid for his <laughs> stuff. Uh, and then there was the other uh, Master Kim who was a very nice man, but the hardest man I've ever met. Like just, yeah. and I look back and appreciate it. Mm -hmm. I don't think I liked it at the time, but the focus, the not letting you, you know, give up on yourself yeah. or feel weak if you did. I don't think yeah. now probably some of this stuff, the guy would probably get arrested for today, you know, for child abuse or something. But I honestly look back on it with gratitude. Yeah. From a perspective today. Yeah. But I know that's not what we do anymore. I think for me, it's been similar. Like my, my most impactful leaders have, um, for me, have been. And by the way, that's not to say I didn't learn anything from my mom and dad. They're still <laughs> on, the, the, on the list. I'm saying the, the discipline part, the, you, you know, yeah. the hard part, the training your mind part. Mm -hmm. I'm grateful. That for me, that straight no chaser kind of attitude. I have been around like president at Lane College, which was Wesley McClure, yeah. right? And it is, it just is. There's no sugarcoating it. My mom is similar. Like it just is. There's no sugarcoating it. And so the folks that have been more instrumental in helping me to understand have been that kind of person. Not not punitive, but definitely clear. Not really don't care about your feelings, but it is it's clear. And so there's a balance now nowadays. And I don't know what that is. I, I mean, yeah. I think it's a tricky one to, to hit it right. It is. Because I still think um, the best of the best, if you look at every personality that has been at the top of whatever, I yeah. mean, Michael Jordan to Tiger Woods yeah. to anybody in between, they have been the toughest competitors and the hardest on teammates and trying to elevate people to another level. Now, that's an extreme version of it. Um, yep. But with teenagers today, what works? I think for mine is similar. It's still straight, clear, clear expectations, expectation of communication. I don't dumb down expectations, but what I also recognize is their mental and emotional development at their age. Okay. So I'm respectful of that. I think that the difference is my generation coming up in this generation for me is that I earn their respect. I don't demand it or command it. And when I earn it, the expectation is, is that you also have to respect me. It becomes reciprocal. But I don't do this. You better respect me because we it is a symbiotic relationship and there is no space for low expectations at all. And I'm not going to sugarcoat it like I just I don't I don't have the vocabulary and the bandwidth and the time to sugarcoat. So I'm it. Just works. But but in today's society, yeah, that is rarer than it used to be. I I think people have always said uh, uh, my entire lifetime, you, you know, just tell me the truth. But very <laughs> few people wants actually want. Yeah. I mean, they right. just don't. They, they yeah. say it. They may even believe it, yeah. but it isn't true. I agree. I and agree. so, how do you balance that today to get the most out of a kid or an athlete or a child? Or, you, you, you know, right. um, my challenges are with the adults. 
Okay. Right. It's it's not with the kids. If you give them clarity and you give them understanding and you come from that source of genuine love and concern, they typically, the vast majority of them will rise to the occasion. And if they don't, it's not because they don't want to. It's because there's something happening and they may not have the ability to do that. And that is my responsibility to understand what's happening beyond, you know, what I've asked you to do. But my challenges are with the adults. You, my mentor, our, our friend is like, hey, they say you're difficult to work with. What does that mean? Well, you just kind of say what you're thinking. Oh, OK. Well, I might be <laughs> I might be difficult. Right. But that the, the difficulty I have is with the adults who want you to be honest, but they really don't want you to be honest, which is completely confusing for me. Yeah, I think that's just human beings are confusing in I general. Agree. Right. So I don't people very well. <laughs> I don't. I don't people it very well at all. <laughs> well, I don't think you have the success that you have. If that's the case, I, I really don't. Um, I, I watched like you know the camp last year, and you know over the days and the weeks, how what what starts as oh man, she's on our case to oh like I got to act right. Oh, I don't want to miss out on this. Yeah. To oh, I had an unbelievable experience, and yeah. I understand why. You can see the development of these kids real time. You can. Right. Really can. And I'm assuming it's the same thing with the CNA uh, yep. candidates and, and all the rest. So somehow you have found a way. And, and I don't think this is, is to be uh, uh, stated enough because we have such dismal outcomes yeah. in public education. And I, I mean that across the board in the United States of America, yeah. so much so that the politicians in some states have just will keep score a different way. So we don't look as bad as the others. You are month in, month out, yeah. week in, week out providing results. So yeah. it, it is a big deal. Yeah, I, I, I think it's a big deal because we the goal really is to impact change and save their lives like I do. And even the ones that were in a little bit of trouble last week, those are the ones that were at Sunday at family dinner last night. Yeah, be, because the expectation is still the same. But I, I still want you like I love you to death, but you, you got to level up a little bit. Right. Yeah. So it, are you taking notes? <laughs> yeah, this is stuff you're going to have to deal with way sooner than you think. Doesn't uh -huh. work in the house. <laughs> it only works with kids outside my house. <laughs> oh, uh, it is. I, I I do think that we tend to, as a society, want to go all in one way or all yeah. in the other way, and the gray area in between is the least occupied. Yeah. And, and we're getting more and more. I was watching this show, uh, which you may or may not like. I don't know. I thought it was great. It's it's called the New Look. Uh, it's on Apple and it's about, it, it, you know, it takes place kind of in flashback and in real time, you know, when Paris was occupied by Nazis, you, you know, for four years during World War Two and the real life people, Christian Dior and Coco Chanel and what they had to do versus what they didn't have to do versus the situations that what they were in. Um, and and it, it just it's always surprising to me how we won't call out bad behavior yeah. if it's on our side, whatever yeah. that means. And that's how we've gotten to this polarized country that if it's red, everything is good. If it's blue, everything is good. And blue won't call out blue and red won't call out yeah. red. And that's how we just keep dividing ourselves into these categories. We do. We really do. Unnecessarily so. We used to have more universal agreement on what bad behavior was. Yeah, but I also think we had some universal, just kind of where we are, right? We had a middle class, we had an upper class, we had a lower class. Now it, that has almost diminished. 
right? The middle and class has for the, sure. Yeah, the yeah. middle class has. And so you're either upper class or you're lower class. And so our variability is not as wide as it used to be. And part of it is reflective of how the the politics have played out. I, I don't disagree with you on, on the structure of that yeah. argument. I do think there's still a lot of opportunity in this country. I do too. And there's just got to, we got to figure out how to connect those two things. I and too. I think that is the, not even politicians, that's the great bureaucracy that's in the middle of all of that, right? Our yeah. institutions don't seem to be working anymore. And maybe they never did, depending on where you were coming from, right? But now, to me, it just seems like this sort of clipboard thing that just chugs along and chugs along. I, I think about the opportunities with Richland or Millican or wherever you want to go to school yeah. or uh, the trades, right? Yep. I mean, we let these kids down for 30 years by acting like becoming an electrician was beneath them. Yeah, I think the clarity and understanding uh, for our organizations has diminished in terms of who we're serving because the population has changed and our students have evolved and our adults have evolved and we're still doing and our organizations are still functioning in the in a similar manner and you know in entrepreneurship and Nick knows this idea of pivoting I'm not sure that we well I am sure that we haven't done that as well as we possibly can even given the parameters that we have yeah right so we are not clear about the needs of the people that we are serving and it seems to me outside looking in that the institutions meaning everybody i mean that's your your turnover rate on your school board your turnover rate on your superintendent uh the state board of education deciding what success looks like or doesn't the teachers unions negotiating it often feels like the kids are the last thing in the equation yep and the funny thing is is like you said nobody wants you to say anything right <laughs> everybody wants you to tiptoe around like nothing is happening and, and these are conversations that really happen <laughs> folks i'm not kidding you like Juanita, I go, well we don't want to get somebody in trouble because yep. you know, trying to help <laughs> nobody wants you to say anything right yeah. i mean tell me that's not just institutional stall i, I mean it yep. is like just a so I, I but the good news is that is that what you're doing is working and I see the results and I'm constantly impressed and I'm constantly Thank grateful you. that you're in my life and doing these things for these kids. And I get a chance to see it from the front row. Yeah. You also get a chance to protect some of the projects too, because you know, the barriers that we face and you know, kind of how we have to figure out how to move about in order to change our students' lives. So you kind of protect and serve as that, like we're in, I'm in Wakanda. I jotted down when I was watching the show last night that our inability to call out people on our side is what will end the world. And it, it seems like we set the bar lower and lower and lower and lower and lower uh, from the Oval Office down to District 61. Yeah. And if you can't call out the bad on your own side, how do we ever improve? That's a good question. Like it really is. It's and it's not like taking on the system. It's like how do we make the system work and make the system work for everyone? And I think that that's the key. How do we figure out how to support a system in moving in a particular direction? We just need to understand the direction of any system. Right. And then how we can support the movement in that direction. Like that for me seems super simple and not rocket science. And I don't care whether it's an airline or an educational institution, where are we headed? Right. And then once I have a better understanding, I can support the direction. And, and I realize that there's tough decisions that have to be made. And, and, you know, I, I know the superintendent, you know, I know the school board, I, I can't imagine that's easy for any of them. And, and I, yeah. one of my favorite characters in the world is Harry Bosch. And there's, there's a saying that he uses that everyone matters or no one does. And I get that. That's interesting. Um, but, 
what do you do? How do you find a way to not throw away the kids who are taking 90% of the time away from 95% of the other kids? And I think that's what they're struggling with right now. I agree. It's a finely tuned dance. So how do you do it? Sometimes you just got to blow up the system and do some things that are non-traditional. Here, listen, I don't even... I, I was a consultant for ACT about 15, 20 years ago, even in terms of writing test questions. I don't even, for me, the assessment piece, while it's required, is not necessary. Mm-hmm. Like, it really isn't. If you look at the vast majority of higher ed institutions coming out of COVID, very few of them are even taking or considering or accepting uh, ACT, SAT, standardized test scores. So the focus on the scores is is only because of an external agency for any school district is not in the best interest of our students always, unless they're going to an Ivy or an elite school where it's necessary. And so sometimes we have to challenge the system, right? Sometimes we have to re-envision and work inside of the system, but do things very different in order to meet the criteria. So we're working on a project. And, and I think that's, that's important what you yeah. just said, because I know working in the system to change is way slow, right? Yep. And, and then back again to these drawing of lines. For some people who just demand change, they're, they don't want to hear about working within the system. So they just take their ball and go home. Yeah. I mean, we're doing this. You know, it's got to be all this way or all or that all way. That. And, and life doesn't work that way. It doesn't. It's in the gray. It always Always, always. All right, I'm going to let you go scare some kids. Um, Listen, if you have not listened to the Morse Code, last Wednesday we ah. had uh, Jimmy Orson on, who is a senior at Milliken University. Yep. And he is an amazing young man. So check out that podcast. This young guy is taking pictures for Mercedes and Lincoln and Ford, and he's getting ready to do a contract with Lamborghini. He is an amazing, amazing young man. Okay, right here in our own backyard. You can find that on the podcast page at nowdicator.com, and you can listen to The Morris Code Wednesdays at 5 or the podcast right after the show. Love you. See you later. See you next week. No, you'll see me this week. Oh, I will. Coming to your house. Yeah. For lunch. Ride or die. (laughs) Part of the fam. Probably get disciplined while I'm there. You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.